0: Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of El, and I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And today we are just chilling out in our usual places, I suppose.
1: We are. We are. We're, we're all here. None of us have disappeared, which is so. good. None of us have been zapped into another dimension, which is good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, or um, ambushed by some cosmic creation.
1: Yes, some devious nature. We are here, Connor L, for our super listening fans and for just Superman fans in general, to give them another dose of a, a re- review.
0: Yes. So I don't know, because I sometimes when we, when we end our shows, I can't remember what stays in the episode and what gets left out of the episode. Mm. but fine line. Uh If you don't know, we decided to cover a Kurt, Kurt Swan story from the 70s mm-hmm. with a pretense for the larger scale yes, of uh, things.
1: I believe, Conor, I, I believe that was a discussion that we had ourselves. Um So this might be the first time you hear about it, super listeners.
0: Yeah, um but, you know... The, yeah, we, we chose a specific decade and a creator, mm-hmm. and it was just a matter of finding a story. And he drew so much mm-hmm. Superman in the 70s. So it well, was yeah. actually kind of hard to find a story because there's so many. So well, well, I put you to task,
1: didn't I, Conor, because you are yes. the more knowledgeable one. Uh, and I think it's fair to say both of us uh, were blown away. I mean, I, well, let me just say, I was blown away with Kurt Swan's art in our last reviews. Mm, the Secret uh, Years. The Secret Years. So... Um, when we were discussing what to do next, it just had to be look. Let's do another Kurt Swan one, but
0: yeah, let, let's stay let's stay behind a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But
1: having asked that though, that's kind of like asking you, kind of like a, a drop in the
0: ocean, right? Yeah. Mm. But you know, I I went to my my little list of some of my stories, and you know, mm. it was it was hard to yeah cosmic scale story It's kind of hard to remember one where he's flying around in space in the seventies, mm. specifically in the sixties, there's a bunch of stuff like that. And you know, there's some stuff in the seventies, but, uh, they're part of arcs and stuff as well. Like there's a whole Neil Adams, no, uh, Danny O'Neill and Kurt Swan run, mm-hmm. but I do not really want to choose a story from like in the middle of that run because it's like a whole story itself. So, but, so what I did to narrow it down is I just got my Superman in the 70s mm. trade paperback, which you, is unfortunately out of print, Ugh. which really sucks because, like, Superman in the 60s, Superman in the 70s, like, they give you a decent glimpse into what each decade has been like yeah. for his stories. And, you know, it's really hard to get this pre-crisis stuff physically. hmm There's not many trades and stuff, you know, there's like the Golden Age omnibuses, but uh, yeah, like to get that stuff, you're going to have to pick up trades like Superman versus Brainiac or Superman, the best Fortress of Solitude stories, because they will have some stories from before the 80s. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know why these went out of print. They should go back in print because... Well, I was
1: about to ask... Yeah, would there would there be new printings of them? Hopefully, uh, it's, it's, a, a There's bit, it's not. but... Oh, it's a shame that they don't.
0: Like I had to track these down. I got, yeah, I got um, mm. I've I bought the forties to the seventies. I didn't buy the eighties because I already have pretty much all the stories. that was in the eighties collection. But mm.
1: well, what are, what's yeah. DC's kind of thing? Is it similar to Marvel in that they do uh, regular reprints of I guess the big the big arcs and the big series? Is right but they don't necessarily do reprints of, um, you know, particular trades, I guess. Is that- yeah,
0: I mean, what, we're on our third Death and Return of Superman Omnibus now? Ah, oh, okay, right. And, yeah. you know, yeah, like Superman has two Omnibuses, that and the Golden Age Omnibus. He has some absolute collections, but in terms of Omnibuses, those are the only two Superman Omnibuses that have come out. Ooh, and uh, Exile which came out recently. Ooh,
1: Exile
0: which, Omnibus. Yes, which um, picks up after John Burns run. Uh,
1: I saw, I was about to ask you, actually. I saw something online there, Exile. I don't think it was an Omnibus. It was just the trade of Exile?
0: Yeah, or... don't get, I mean. I was, I was about to say, is it worth getting? but The trade collects the Exile portion mm-hmm. of the story, but it's like, it doesn't have any of the build-up to it. Right, right. So if you went straight from John Byrne's run, yeah, and you should John Byrne, you should read that before going into Exile. If you oh, go okay. from that to the Exile trade, you're still going to be missing a chunk of right stuff.
1: It had a weeping Superman flying, yeah, on the front cover. He look very yeah, sad. It's
0: great. Like yeah. it's awesome if you want a bunch of like weird stuff happening in space and yes. him flying around. Sign me then up. it's good, but like you won't have the context for his headspace and why he's. Kind of put himself into this exile, right? Right,
1: which right. is you know okay. No, okay. Well, then that actually gives me a, a good path to lead, Connor. I think I might just um, concentrate on our friend Johnny Burns.
0: Ex- yes, precisely. Yeah, that is. And we'll see what you can't go wrong with the John Byrne run because that's Benzie. like the first run in the post-crisis Superman continuity, which is still generally the current continuity so post-crisis you know. I, I, I still don't get all these okay so
1: that's okay no no hang on. so let me just uh think out loud it's so post-crisis you got that what was the other thing that you're telling me um continuity non-continuity um was that right no huh? oh, yeah um <laughs> yeah is that it um mm, pre fifty. Const- Two or something post- oh, new 52 new 52 what it's all happening
0: because well, because dc continuity is a mess so right They're like golden to bronze age that's all of that stuff is pre-crisis okay post-crisis is john Byrne. so 1986 onwards and then you hit the reboot which is new 52 but now okay. new 52 is merged back with post-crisis and it has created all sorts of continuity issues but currently everything past 1986 is vaguely canon. <laughs> well, and
1: and so, and so wasn't was there an event called something crisis? Was oh yeah,
0: that... the the pre and post crisis refers to before crisis on infinite earths and after crisis on infinite earths.
1: Ah oh, okay. Cuz
0: that's that's the event that uh, sort of rebooted the DC universe. Is that the one
1: where Supergirl dies?
0: Yes. Ah oh, okay. Right. And uh, the Flash too? Um,
1: ah, no spoilers.
0: Oh, sorry. You <laughs> <Not laughs> said is that the one with X dies. Um, I guess the Flash's death isn't as well known.
1: No, uh, no, I knew he died. Some, I, mean, I was, I knew he died somewhere. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, d- d- doesn't everyone die anyway? God. anyway, that's cool. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> okay. They all so, die and they all come back. Again. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you know, not not many people stay dead. Even even Jor El is <laughs> not immune to. <laughs> Not staying dead. I wonder wow. if
1: there's a hero, a character that you know kind of... Well, you probably can easily name one, that hasn't actually died yet. <laughs> that would be... I
0: was you thought you were about to say who hasn't come back, and I was going to say the original Captain Marvel. Oh, or whatever. yeah. yeah
1: um, no, there are... Yeah, those, those are a few, but... Who's, sure,
0: who hasn't died yet? I'm sure everyone's had a go,
1: right? Even... I'm sure everyone has had a go. I'm only talking about maybe... Important to semi-important characters, I'm sure Yeah, I
0: mean, Spider-Man's Spider- died Spider-Man's that, died that like, Doc Ock thing Yeah Batman's it's... probably died at some point in his stories I think he has
1: um, yeah. Wonder Woman, has she ever died? I'm sure she has
0: I'm sure she has Thor's died She has
1: Captain America's died Iron Man, maybe I can't remember
0: yeah. I mean I guess it's like how dead like if it's they die but they're brought back with like CPR or something, I don't think that should qualify as You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Because that could be like a common occurrence sometimes, but like in, No You've
1: got to be dead and
0: buried and there's gotta be your friends yeah, yeah. at your funeral. I don't know everyone thought Batman died, but he actually got sent back in time and then came back to the present. Um,
1: oh, so he hasn't I'm sure he's died. Probably. Oh, I don't
0: know. I mean, on. I'm. It's just, yeah. Batman's been published for like eighty years now, so I'm sure he, he has to have died at some point. There. Sure. The Golden yeah. Age Batman died. Uh.
1: The, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That's it. Bam off,
0: off panel, but
1: you know whatever. Panel. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Oh, they, they've died many times. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah.
0: Uh. Thank you for even supporting characters. Lois Slane has died
1: oh, a yes. couple of times.
0: Jimmy. Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jimmy. I get, I get, I don't know, sometimes I get fed up with Jimmy because, as I said, in the run that I haven't read, been continuing in a while, he's a real punk sometimes. Like, ah. it's like, shut up Jimmy, I don't care about your teenage angst. Juvie. Yeah. Right. You're not my friend anymore, Superman. <laughs> don't even care, man, shut up.
1: Yeah, Rick Jones, yeah, he did it, he died as well. Um, he just, you know, he's a Jimmy, Jimmy uh, doppelganger for Marvel. Ah, uh, right. He's uh, the Hulk's friend, right? The Hulk's friend, Captain America's friend, yep, Captain yep. Marvel's friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I'm pretty sure I've read one of his deaths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Aunt May's died. Aunt May's, yeah, she's Aunt May. She's the Walking Dead, isn't she? <laughs> I, yeah, I've said this before. Aunt May's been dying since like issue six back in 1960. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When he that one more day. An absolute travesty in comic books, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I'm gonna sell myself, bring up my back. It's like, man, let her go. She's been terminally ill for yeah. like forty years.
1: I mean, <laughs> I know. Uh, well, you know, it's it's the way it is. Yeah,
0: I don't think Jean Gray's died.
1: <laughs> has Le- has Lex? Is that a silly question? Has he died?
0: Lex, yes. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, well, it's like a badge just... of honor. Because removing his brain and putting it in something else and destroying his body count is him dying. Oh,
1: really? So his original body is gone?
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He's, like, posing as his own son. What? Um, But it's, like, his brain and his body. Um, And he's an Aussie, too. His son's an Aussie. Well, him, the body... I don't even know, but it's... Awesome. It's absolutely ludicrous, but it's great. Um, Because it's real (laughs) mad scientist crap, like... um, (laughs)
1: If ever we get a third host for this, Con L, they're going to have to be dubbed Luther.
0: Yes, they will be. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, but moving on from this, who has died in comics? Uh, <laughs> who, or who hasn't died who in hasn't? comics, I should yeah. say. The who's who? Uh, so, we are covering today, mm-hmm. we get to the issue we chose, which is... Su- okay, so we're covering the first story in superman 248 Mm. and we will talk about the second story a bit because it's interesting but we won't do like a coverage thing of it um but yeah this was published on february 1972 the socially conscious 70s uh very ham-fistedly so (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, the story is entitled The Man Who Murdered the Earth. And the writers, the writer is Len Wayne, the penciler is Kurt Swan, the inker is Murphy Anderson, and the editor is Julie Schwartz. So, are you ready to fly
1: over to Metropolis? Oh, I am pumped. Let's do it. All
0: right. Up, 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 up and, and away. away. Lex Luthor is recording a statement in his hidden base. He has destroyed Superman, but laments that he has also destroyed the Earth. After breaking a statue of Superman out of guilt and frustration, he decides to look over the recent events which led to this in hopes of finding a loophole, a way of undoing it. It all starts when Lex is creating a being using the very matter from the center of the universe countless light years away, where it all began. After a long time he finally gets an to form of being and it comes to life. He names it the Galactic Golem. He designed it so it puts so it has an insatiable hunger for the same galactic energy it's made of before anything else, and he transfers some of said energy to a nearby building and the golem consumes it and is unable to sense the energy in Luther's force field where he resides. He then tracks Superman who hits a golf ball into the Copernicus crater on the moon mm-hmm. for a charity event and infuses him with the cosmic energy the galactic golem craves. The golem then arrives and attacks Superman, who thinks the golem is after the innocent bystanders, and Lex taunts him through it via the voice box he installed. Superman and the golem then engage in a titanic struggle, but Superman is outmatched by its strength and is also being drained of power. Superman notices the golem protect the spot on its head when he throws something at it and figures it must be its weak point and goes for a major blow, resulting in an earth-shattering explosion. On Lex's viewing screen, the golem stands triumphant, but Luther's ecstasy turns to dismay as he sees no living thing on his viewing screens around the world. Lex then decides to leave Earth and a self imposed exile as a monument to his crimes, but the golem tracks him down since Lex dropped the force field after Superman was defeated. A chase ensues and Lex enables his force field again but has trapped the golem inside with him. Superman then bursts through the wall and with a colossal effort breaks through Lex's force field and engages the golem once again but is barely holding it off. Lex then spots a meteor swarm close to earth with its satellites and uses its energy to lure the golem to chasing it hoping it will starve itself to death before it returns to earth. The crisis is averted for now and Lex asks Superman how he survived and Superman says that he uses the galactic golem's energy to increase his vibrations to the right frequency that Superman could shift everyone on the planet temporarily to another dimensional plane and then finish his punch to the Golem's weak spot, but he missed due to the energy blurring his vision and was also shifted to the other plane with everyone else, luckily he came back in time. As Superman is carrying Luther off to prison, he notices Luther smiling, and Luther says he hears the sounds of life and laughter as they fly over everyone, stored to the right dimension
1: crazy <laughs> that is a, a very it just ramps up towards the end doesn't it
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna send i'm gonna vibrate so i'm gonna send everyone on the planet to a different dimension
1: yeah uh. okay can i just quickly ask then about that if, we, if we're gonna just touch on that on do you that. think i'm
0: gonna have the answers here <laughs> like
1: because <laughs> i was reading that going hang hey, what huh, what he what did he vibrate like how did he get everyone on the planet
0: Don't ask me because I don't know. It's super vibrations, okay? Super science. The Flash does crap like that all the time. So wow.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I I do like the little reveal at the end here, like when Lex asks for an explanation. But um, but you know, let let's take a few steps back here. Uh, Do we? We didn't talk about the cover.
0: No, we didn't. We'll talk about that now. Yeah.
1: Um, Let's let's talk. Let's start from uh, the very beginning. Um, yeah, the cover. So, uh, uh, the first thing I noticed, Connor L, was again uh, the Superman logo doesn't seem quite right. Still, is this something from the seventies, or have have they not refined it yet?
0: What do you mean? Uh,
1: just so the Superman logo, it's got the three Dness to it, uh, but it just doesn't seem as neat as the.
0: You mean how it's kind of curved?
1: Yeah, and the font's it was, just it look was a always bit...
0: curved. Uh oh, okay.
1: And just the font looks and the font's just all red, I'm sure it's isn't it like isn't it framed with a lighter colour or something?
0: Um I don't know what copy you're looking at but in, in my book it's it's red and yellow still.
1: Oh okay. Um I'm looking at I bought my copy digitally, it's available on Comixology or the DC Comics app. Um, so it's it's pretty cheap. Um, I mean, for Aussie dollars it was only two ninety nine. Yeah. Uh so I got a digital version, yeah, and it it's got well, it's red at the front and mm. do you mean yellow um top and
0: side and back, yeah? Uh why don't you send me a screenshot of that yeah, because it's hard.
1: Okay. Uh yeah, but anyway, it just seems like um an old fashioned I guess that's that's what it is. An old fashioned Superman logo.
0: I mean, did you think this in the interior as well?
1: Uh sorry. Uh the like inter-
0: in the issue itself?
1: Yeah, yeah. So in the interior as well.
0: I mean yeah, it's it's always a bit curved like okay. um around you know, seventies and before the seventies.
1: Okay. Oh no, just something I, I noticed I, I guess it
0: like develops. if you look at I'm pretty sure it was like that in the secret years, wasn't it?
1: No, Secret user was something totally different, you know, because it had that kind of confidential file thing.
0: I mean, if you, look in, if you look at our cover photo, it's the same there. It's got that bit of a curve.
1: Um, yeah, oh, let me... I mean, sh- surely, you know, they're kind of the stock standard Superman logo. Yeah,
0: it's, it's standard for me. Um, it, okay. Uh,
1: not quite so for me. Who You know, I'm, I'm only working off um you know pop culture kind of thing uh, i mean it's not it's
0: not like the triangular sort of i mean it is but at the same time it's i don't know just yeah it's a normal yeah I'm looking, oh,
1: okay I'm, yeah right okay i'm looking at the death of superman it's yeah okay i thought there was something else maybe i'm thinking of the movie maybe the movie's got the the thing a lot better a lot more
0: I think you're having a brain fart. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: maybe. <laughs> Got a lot of match. What's going on? Uh, anyway, uh, sure. All right. Well,
0: Well. anyway, the, the cover is Luther standing amidst the ruins of a city. Yes. And shaking his fist at a Superman statue going, Blast you, Superman. You deserve to die. It's your fault I killed everyone on Earth. Yes, and there's yeah.
1: what seems to be death and destruction all around him.
0: Yeah, and there's a no standing sign next to Luther. Yes. Which is like she defies weird, that.
1: Yes. Yeah, well. Defies
0: everything. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, I What actually, rules won't he break? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I kinda like this cover. I think it's 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 quite nice. Uh I think it it frames it's
0: good, but the interior of the destroyed cities is better.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think.
1: Yeah. But I mean like it frames Luther quite well. There's there's a bit of the there's a brick arch you can see just around yeah. the, the, the thing and the Superman in the foreground. Well not Superman but the statue. Worm. Um yeah. And again some wood balloons
0: on the front cover. Really good. Yeah. Back in the old days.
1: Back in the old days, eh?
0: Yeah. So, um yeah, I love that uh not the first page, but when Luther's looking at the big screen and it's just the destroyed city Yep oh, I really yeah. love that shot
1: That um, is a good shot isn't it
0: Yeah It's very apocalyptic It's like, like- there's red skies and everything Whereas in the front car, it's just kind of like a blue sky
1: so. mm. It's quite funny because I was looking at the the buildings um, And I've just been reminded now Metropolis right And, and yeah. that city's kind of meant to be You know we've discussed it before
0: Futuristic-esque kind of like in style. Yeah, but it, it kind of goes from being futuresque to not, depending on you know who's drawing and stuff. Oh,
1: okay. Because yeah, a lot of the buildings there looked to me very European um, and and very old school American. Um, so you know, it, it, but then I thought, oh no, well actually, this this could be their own typical architecture. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, that is a good splash page at the beginning. I thought that was pretty pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So uh, I love the, let's, let's, let's talk about our golem then. Yeah. Uh, cause like I love Lex's insane, the scope of his insane plan. Yes. Like where the big bang happened, he gets energy from there and creates like this being from yes. it. And it's a very Frankenstein. Yes. Frankenstein's monster thing. And it is referenced as well, except instead of using lightning, he's using cosmic energy from the center mm. of the universe. Yeah. Um,
1: Very I love this idea that he's collected these particles, you know, from you know, the birthplace and this galactic matter. We don't even know what it is. I don't know, you know, how he's hauled it back. But he's collected it and he's fashioned this kind of humanoid it's a it's a brilliant idea.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great.
1: Like Um, Lex never is short of ideas. It's
0: great. And I love the design of the the golem too.
1: Yeah. I mean I was surprised by this. I thought because you first see the sheets and the the figure underneath, and I yep. thought, oh, okay, hang on, it's going to be some sort of you know dodgy um, throwaway kind of villain. And I'm kind of hoping he's not a throwaway villain now, because yeah, he's got this really, he's a very monster-like character. He's got um, how do you describe those feet, Connor? They well, they're like
0: uh,
1: they're kind of like hands themselves, kind of like
0: amphib. Amphibious yeah. but without the webbing Like they're long Yeah well, like they're, they're long Yeah they kind of look like hands They're really mm. long fingered But
1: um, yeah I'm glad that you kind of said though amphibious Because his face though reminds me of um, His mouth The very first shot It kind of looks very lamprey the... Yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah he does uh,
1: And I just like his whole skin's kind of got that cosmic Sheen to it uh, Yeah Yeah and You really...
0: can see like when there's shadows, you can see stars and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, And you can see like solar systems and everything. Yeah, um, it's a cool design. And Lex is an absolute madman. <laughs> <As> Usually, <laughs> like he's a complete maniac here. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and he, yeah. he looks—he looks quite small compared to the Golem as well.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure the Golem must be because it, it towers over Superman, right? So it must at least seven, eight foot. I'd yeah. Say. Um. But what Lex does so It's really, really cool So the Golem feeds off um, Was it galactic energy? Something like that um, Yeah And so Lex The power cosmic The power cosmic <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Lex has got this um, gun Or this project. What is it? It's a projector And he can um, charge objects With this power cosmic And uh, anyway And that um, sets the golem off on it, so he does it a yeah, couple of times. He craves it, he, yeah, and so he tests it the first time on an old tenement, uh, and the golem just goes in <laughs> and smashes it. I'm assuming yeah. it absorbs it all. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a really nifty idea, cause like, how, you know, the question is, how do you control such a thing? Well, if you Kind of just dangle a carrot in front of it,
0: pretty much, and just make sure it doesn't come for you, mm. which he obviously messes up later on. But yeah,
1: but he does actually—he does have that foolproof um, barrier. He's fashioned, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, we won't question the details, but it protects him. Uh, Gollum cannot um, detect the the power cosmic coming out of that gun. So. Yeah,
0: because Lex is a genius, so he can do whatever he wants. Exactly, really. <laughs> exactly. Which kind of, which kind of works with these stories, honestly. Um, yeah. You, otherwise it' just been too long explaining like the fake science oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> behind us there, there um, is
1: one little slip up Lex. We'll, we'll go go no, we'll come to it but uh, okay
0: sure but it's um funny. i love i love this Superman playing golf with the giant uh club yeah. and ball <laughs> just for that charity event. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's hilarious because i was flicking through the digital copy you know just quickly and i came across a shot of superman playing golf and i had to kind of <laughs> slap my hand on my head going oh my god what have i got myself into but uh, i'm glad i'm glad it was yeah it was very fleeting um but oh, it was yeah. it's pretty funny though cuz even lex tracks the ball
0: <laughs> yeah it just lands in the Copernicus. like a hole in one in the <laughs> yeah. like superman's really good at golf yeah
1: <laughs> he's got to admire his foe
0: That's i just funny. superman's always doing st- I love when they just do stuff like that. They just have these kind of ridiculous little things going on that he's doing, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's getting yeah he's getting zapped with those cosmic rays just completely unaware. <laughs> unaware,
1: yeah. He's in his yeah. mid swing, so <laughs>
0: at least he's not saving a burning building, right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, Conorrell.
0: <laughs> Superman doing charity events is uh...
1: this is cool. Yeah. That's cool. Come on, you, you know you don't see that
0: every day. So. And Lois Lane is with him because you know, Yeah, Lois there. is
1: looking, um, I guess, very much of the, the 70s <laughs> Oh yeah, totally Very yeah. different Lois from what I, I was used to From the other comics that we've read um, But yeah you know. Yeah, she
0: hasn't really popped up in much of the silver slash bronze age stuff we've read Yeah um,
1: But she's still kind of sassy though, isn't she? I mean, it doesn't come across here But Yeah, a bit Yeah, okay I mean, she's still got the the true her true character. I'm hoping, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she does, um, but you know, yeah, fights cool and stuff. Uh, so Gollum this is, outmatches Superman completely, exactly. Is, uh,
1: and, and so this is where Gollum starts to talk to Superman here, um,
0: and Superman recognizes his Lex's voice. He doesn't tell <laughs> yeah. you he recognizes it, but yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I bet Superman's going to recognize yeah, that voice. Yeah, Oh, can because obviously imagine... Lex's ego getting in the way again. Yeah.
1: Can you just imagine like a, a tinny, um, you know, slightly um, reduced in volume vo- vocals of, you know, your arch nemesis coming out through this hulking big figure? You're probably just going to think to yourself as this thing lumbers towards you, oh, bloody Lex.
0: Yeah, pretty much. What have you done? <laughs> and and it, I, I kind of find it funny that he got a voice box in there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, jeez. It's just, it's that touch, you know, like when he puts his face on the side of a satellite <laughs> or something. Yeah, you
1: know, or, or, or L-Lex core or something. Yeah, just yeah. That, that ego just doesn't, he can't just leave well enough alone.
0: I really like that the fight, though. It has like little, little creative bits, like Superman going under the earth. and. Yep. Coming back out, you know, it's not just them standing there Punching each other
1: Well that was pretty cool, I thought that was a little touch To um, The traditional sense of the Golem So the Golem being um, Really connected to the Earth Um, Okay So I don't know whether this was intentional From Len Wein or not But um, Superman kind of Breaking that connection that he had With the Earth um, to, To disorient him For a small amount of time um, yeah Could be Yeah um, But he seems to always get the upper hand with Superman Like he's just overpowering because he's sucking this Not only the the cosmic energy but Superman's energy as well
0: Yeah It's like a giant cosmic parasite really Yeah That's not pretty a normal, hard yeah. parasite. A pretty
1: bloody deadly opponent then like you know, Definitely he, If he comes back It's pretty hard to he,
0: he does come back I looked it up He comes back uh, in like two issues around this t- these times, and then oh, okay. he apparently appears in an issue in Kurt b6 run, which is mid two thousand. So that'll be interesting. But uh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Because um, he's he's a, he's got a really cool design. He does, no, yeah. More can... than a match for Superman. Exactly. Very imagine... hard to get rid of.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine him like. Being drawn, like, in the modern age as well Be pretty, um, mm. pretty formidable
0: Yeah Yeah Probably be bigger, I guess um. <laughs> Yeah, true But, uh, yeah, you know, we get
1: So he can Lex... emit energy as well, because he knocks Superman out of the air
0: Yeah, yeah, way. he shoots, like, energy at him mm. Yeah, we have Lex being remorseful that he's destroyed, like, the whole planet he's Yeah, like, oh, I didn't mean to do that
1: <laughs> Yeah, and he has shots of all over the world And this is it. Remember this. All over the world is smouldering. Big Ben, it looks like it's burning. Um, And, yeah, you you got the Eiffel Tower again. Could easily be early morning there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so we get all of that. And this whole thing that you said, well, the story says that Superman whisked everyone away. Um, But this massive punch that Superman does on the on the golem. Misdirected yeah. or mishit actually, it still does create a a huge uh explosion.
0: Yeah, it destroys a bunch of crap. It doesn't destroy the people, but like no. a lot of buildings seem to- total and stuff. Like a Hong Kong looks like it's on fire. So I mean so that
1: so it had that explosion that it reached all the way to Hong Kong and all that. That's massive.
0: Oh yeah, it's like the whole it's the whole planet. That's a which massive. Is, oh, okay, right. Which is why Lex thinks everyone's dead, is because that punch, yeah. like, because he can't see anyone, so he's like, oh, that's killed the entire planet. That yeah. collision between the two. Yeah, yeah. But then that's how powerful these two people are. That's true.
1: Yeah, I well, guess again, again, my mind man and
0: Golem. Yeah,
1: yeah. sorry, my, my geeky mind was just playing as well, because like, generally, then if that's where if Superman punched Golem, say in the United States or so wherever he punched him, that place would be absolutely nothing. Yeah. If the force of it is to reach, you know, Southeast Asia But yeah, yeah Let's
0: just a, say cosmic energy spreads evenly yeah, everywhere okay. <laughs> Instead of having a blast point Yeah, sure Because um, otherwise, yeah, yeah, USA would just be non-existent Yeah, that's right It <laughs> just be this crater <laughs> It would be yeah. But uh, the Earth was nearly a crater um, So, and then there's a True. great shot of Lex looking out over the city skyline
1: Yeah, I, I think hats off to the colours here Colors look mm. really good. Uh, yeah. So working well, using a lot. Of, I don't know what purples and and blues and greens, to to make it really really work. Um, and Kurt reds Swan as well, too. and Reds, yeah. But Kurt you're showing, showing you don't need to actually add that much detail. To yeah, like you
0: get the idea that it's a dead planet. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty like from that simple panel, like you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's really good, really effective.
0: And it's just it it looks gorgeous, like the everything about that panel the stairs the shadows yeah. you
1: know yeah exactly of the trees uh, and and just the, the cityscape in the distance yeah, yeah.
0: Mm, ghostly. and uh whoops forgot about the goal <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <Some> <laughs> forgot all about that and, and he left um what was it he left the uh, protective bubble um off as he, yeah, uh, you know, as he wandered out to have a look at, the... I guess
0: he's, he was that shocked by the yeah, it's getting too like sentimental. Yeah,
1: but uh, crazy golems come in, come stomping in, and he wants more. I wonder how much, yeah. how much, how, how much does he need until he's full? He's just gonna keep on going.
0: I'd say he would just keep on going. Yeah, yeah. God, he could have created a Galactus or something. Yeah, <laughs> no. exactly. Um, Far out. Well, wouldn't that be a twist? Lex created Galactus by some tomfoolery <laughs> scheme to destroy Superman. And oh, send him back through time to the previous age in the Marvel universe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's done pretty good stuff. I mean lately. Uh, I mean again, just looking at the stuff that we've covered, so he's managed to actually turn off Superman's or or, or manipulate Superman's powers. He's done that. Like because yeah. he could And
0: that, that wasn't even mad scientist so That was like businessman likes.
1: Yeah. And he's just thinking, oh, what can I do? I can do that and he's thought of a way to do that he's thought of a way to create a galactic golem um, yeah it, the guy there's just no limits to this guy he um I'm looking if only forward to he'd m-
0: use his talents for the good of mankind yeah
1: <laughs> he has he has um fought for the side of good hasn't he at some stage
0: he has yeah yeah Jesse would be uh, good wouldn't he it's, it's like, well, I mean, if he can create a galactic golem, he can probably cure cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. say he's um, he's
1: yeah he's focusing his powers, his talents on, you know, menial tasks, insane
0: schemes.
1: Yeah, so. but um, but or maybe cure baldness. That would you know help. He could definitely
0: do that. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, there, there has to have been an issue about that. In this era, there has to have been like, <laughs> Where he's just really annoyed that he can't cure being bald Or, or he, he stays bald to remind him or something I don't know Also, <laughs> I just sent you two pictures on Facebook Of the new oh. Galactic Golem Oh,
1: have you? Hang on yeah.
0: And he is a lot bigger
1: <laughs> Oh man, I cannot wait to see this One sec Sorry, super listeners uh, Look, while I'm looking at this Maybe you should... Um, do yourself a favor and look it up too mm. so we'll look, look up the the latest version of the oh look at him of the galactic golem and he's huge we're talking yeah. 20 30 feet right
0: something like yep. that and he look he still looks pretty cool as well
1: he still looks pretty pretty cool i'm just wondering does he still have all the accoutrements of his he does it, it, it kind of looks like he's got the it's like a white a white hole on top of his head was it yeah Cool.
0: Let's... The second picture, it's red. Or well, the first picture. Oh, sorry, I was just
1: looking at the, um, just that, one picture just popped up for me. So, oh, there's the other one. Okay, let's have a look at that one. Oh, oh yeah, red. Yeah, that Lee looks pretty mad, doesn't he? It's
0: good. Yeah, that no, wow. looks great, man. I want this guy to come back. He should. he should. It's an awesome design. I wonder yeah. who's controlling him in there. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know if it'd be Lex. Lex has had uh, his
1: had his fun already with this.
0: Yeah, this. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, Lex at that point is capable of creating a galactic golem <laughs> <laughs> that's that big. Man, but, uh, you know that that's in Kurt Busiek's run, which I've been sort of trying to collect where I can in trades and hardcovers because I I've read some of it, and everyone else tells me that the rest is like the absolute bee's knees. It's is it? Uh,
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: apparently it's a super underrated but super fantastic Superman run. So right
1: who's the um who's the other caped crusader in that um picture that you sent? Do you know? I
0: it? don't know. They're it could be oh. I I'd need to see a better picture.
1: Yeah, okay. Just yellow yeah. and black I'll see. Anyway. Yeah. Gangbusters. Like
0: I don't know. Beast from the X Men or something. <laughs> oh, <yeah>.
1: but... <laughs> uh cool. Anyway, we should
0: um get back, to this, issue. Get back um, to this issue which we've like pretty much covered i would say the art's fantastic yeah. uh it's a
1: oh hang it's on just really be, just just to tie up they corner. kind of um so golem comes in trying to get the cannon superman pops in and, oh, and yeah
0: they shoot the, the he shoots cannon at the meteor swarm so yes
1: but but superman has a almost a, a peter parker moment here where because he's depleted right he's not at his full strength uh, he can't get through um, the the bubble, the, the force field.
0: Yeah, no, he's not as as full strength.
1: But, uh, you know, true old-fashioned grit and know-how, and he manages to, to carve a way through. Pretty uh, much. Sorry?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. <clears throat> hold off the golem while Lex, yeah, quickly, as you say, Conrel just directs it towards a media shower, and the golem follows suit. Never to be seen yeah. again until we see him in Kurt B six, what looks to be awesome run.
0: Well, and a few issues and later, a few I issues think later, yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I love those Superman moments where he just uses like grit and willpower to you know mm. power through. their classic moments, so I think every any superhero, um, well, yeah. Spider Man obviously has a really famous one. Yes. Does, so, I, uh, does
1: Iron Fist? Does he have a moment where he has to? Buckle down I mean
0: it's pretty much Every time he lights up The Iron Fist He's doing that Back in the 70s anyway Now he just kind of Lights it up willy nilly But yeah yeah, He does have a fair few Moments like that Ah right Yeah So you're During
1: the The Claremont run right
0: I just Yeah I mean He had to summon All of his willpower To you know Use the Iron Fist Because he does
1: use it Fleetingly doesn't he Back then
0: Yeah because One one use of it Will take it out of him
1: Yeah 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 right
0: Yeah Yeah so <clears throat> mm-hmm. yes so
1: and, and yeah and then lex just very happy at the end to see runs he, alive to see <laughs> life flourish again in the city he forgets how much he loves the city though doesn't he he sometimes his hatred for superman overshadows his love for the city
0: or for like maybe just the earth or just being glad that he's not killed everyone because he it seems like he's not actually that evil at this point in time anyway yeah so, he's his evilness is mostly his hatred for superman yes. So he's uh yeah just so, you know it's all the good good things of a lex story a crazy scheme some big ego egotism uh yeah his seething hatred for superman overriding everything else exactly uh, a lot less tragic ending than his venture ten years later with uh, Lexor. Oh, yeah.
1: oh god, jeez, far <laughs> out. Yeah, the guy gets put through the ringer, doesn't he? But it's because he just oversteps those moral. Yeah, the moral ground, time and time again.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, this, is, this is a great little story. It um, is a good cool story. villain design. Cool. It's just everything. Like you know, and, and this t- is this is yeah. just one third of the comic as well. Yes. Oh, that's you getting right. your yes. money's worth here.
1: Yeah, and, and so this that second story, um, we had a little discussion yeah. just a bit before we started recording. Uh, it was great. I mean, I, I just kept my head down. I didn't bother really looking at the titles and stuff. And uh, it was great towards the end to hear that. We, we basically get an origin of, I guess, the people, the Kryptonians who eventually... Founded the city. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's actually a Mar Wolfman story. Oh, Dave Cochran is the artist. Yeah. That's actually not surprising, <laughs> now that I look at it. Um, yeah, th- yeah. there's this second Crypt story about, uh, from the world of Krypton, and I guess this is the fabulous world of Krypton. This um, was like a backup or one part of every Superman issue at this point. Yeah. Um, which would be awesome if they are all collected into a trade or something, you know? Hmm. Because I'd love to read that trade, just all this weird sci-fi. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it kind of shows, like, a flashback of the founding of the, of what ends up being the founding of the city. But it starts off with this horrible war between mm-hmm. these two nations, and they kind of wipe each other out through pretty... Like, it's pretty much nukes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, makes all the kids deform and stuff. They're big it's heads. It's pretty and terrible. Short-winds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like,
1: terrible that there's children, you know, being born. That Yeah. I mean, they're s- slight deformities, but still, they're discriminated against and they're all.
0: Oh, they're, round, cast. they're yeah. rounded up, put in nets and stuff. Yeah. And then they're kicked out.
1: There's even a. You can even see on the walls on some of the panels, there are campaigns to, to, you know, to round up or to, to hand yourself in. So, uh, you know, there's this sense that society has obviously deemed them, um, you know, illegal, I don't know, or well, outcasts, and yeah. and off they go. And so they're left to their own devices, uh, and it's through those, um, the survival mode, I guess, that, they, that they're in, uh, one of them, he actually discovers that he has telekinetic abilities.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's how they're communicating with each other. Tell yes, that's um, right. Because
1: because they none of them talk, right? Uh, when they are in the in the usual yeah, society, like they, they, they don't talk. They don't talk at all. So yeah. um, so they're all rounded up and they're all gotten rid of. Um, but here they all talk to each other. Um, and he teaches the rest of them that they can levitate and, you know, move objects with their mind. So they're able to actually successfully create kind of cities now and, and buildings and, and, and pave ways uh, for roads and stuff. So.
0: And there was a thing where they found out about a doomsday weapon that one nation was preparing against, Yes. Their parents' nation, and they tried to go mm-hmm. save it, but they were too late. Like, it went off way before they got there, so they wiped each other out completely.
1: Yeah. But there's um, a little discussion beforehand, and, and I was with them as well. Like, and they why should we help? I mean, they abandoned us, they chucked they were us out. Yeah. And yeah. so, thinking, yeah, okay, well, yeah, that's totally true. But then, yeah, they hear that every, everyone's gone. Um, so, that is a little sad. But uh, those they form uh, the future themselves. Um, apparently, as the story ends, uh, they uh, continue to procreate. Um, they have normal children. Um, and their other children are all normal as well, yeah. down the lines of the generations. And um, they're given the name Krypton- Kryptonopolis.
0: Yeah. Um, and like this is, the artwork is really great. In mm. this little story, like the cityscapes, the the landscape, everything's like very alien, but familiar. Yeah. Like it's very um, pulp sci-fi as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Flash Gordon-y.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it because it, it was kind of like that. It did give off that vibe. So, you know, again, you knew exactly what what to expect. Uh, I yeah. was expecting a, a really nice sci-fi tale. Uh, and it was, uh, and it had actually a bit more because it had this um, – you know a a bit of social commentary here as well oh definitely yeah yeah uh, about um segregation and and um yeah and and how society views you know people different Uh, i mean yeah
0: they're yeah like these radiation born deformed Mm. people very uh well that as well yeah. yeah. yeah yeah so yeah that's this is a really pleasant surprise uh this the fabulous world of krypton uh so i guess you know Any other issues you'd be reading around this would also have Krypton stories. I might check some of those out, Mm. you know, just to, uh, you know, not Superman's on it or anything, but you know how we love our Krypton stuff. Yes. But we have not watched the show Krypton. We know we will watch it at some point.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty keen. I mean, the guys over at the Krypton Report, they were were asking um, and has,
0: yeah. yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty keen to, yeah. The worst thing about it is like the acting, but apparently the <laughs> writing is actually pretty top-notch. So. Okay,
1: okay, okay, cool. Well, should give it a go.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but you know, I love I love all my Krypton stories. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Also,
1: as well, Connor. Look, we won't dwell on it. As well, just on my digital version for this issue, there is a, a third story. Um. It, it's basically a re a reprint. Uh, Originally published in Action Comics, three hundred and thirty nine. That was in yeah, July nineteen sixty six. So yeah, so this is um, Muto versus the Man of Tomorrow, and so it's just another tale here. uh, But it's about Superman of the future, uh, which is really weird. Superman of twenty nine sixty six. Huh. Yeah. It's um anyway it it's it's worth a read as well if you um if you want to listeners super fans, um it has some really funky little things like Muto the the villain obviously is a very smart little cookie, uh you have Superman of the future he's not he's immune to krypton uh, kryptonite, but he is actually um susceptible like he, His he he's um kryptonite now is basically water, um because. Wow. Yeah, because the water has been, um, I think, polluted. Um, there's been fallout in the oceans of all the planets. Okay. So he, uh, any, any contact with water disables him. Uh, and so, anyway, Muto uses this in a couple of ways. Uh, it's, it's a really fun story. It's worth uh, worth checking out. Um, funnily enough, in in that future, there are versions of. Lois,
0: Jimmy, <laughs> of Perry White. There is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, um, it's the '60s. Yeah. There's always
0: going to be versions of the gang. Yeah, the, um. exactly. <laughs> um,
1: but there are fun shenanigans here with. Um, there's an enlarger gun and there's a shrinking Ooh. gun.
0: Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. So uh, they love their shrinking and enlarging guns because it happened in that uh, Brainiac and Luther story as well. Yeah, what um, is
1: yeah, and, and Superman has the um, that small city, doesn't he?
0: Oh. Bottled City of Candor.
1: Bottled yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, is that in that story? No, no,
1: but, like, oh. it, it just reminded me
0: of... Um, yeah, because, well, yeah. Brainiac did that, so... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so a fun little story there. Um,
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend checking out, um, like, this issue. It is... Yeah. So it is available... Don't worry, I'm not jumping you on to the end. <laughs> it is it is available on Comicsology, mm-hmm. very cheap. Yep, very, um,
1: very affordable. And it
0: is also available in the Superman in the '70s trade paperback. That's just the first story here, though, mm-hmm. uh, which is the story we're really covering. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this trade paperback is hard to get. But if you can find if you can find any of these decade trades for cheap, absolutely pick them up. They're worth it. Uh, you know, very. Very fun stuff. Uh, you know, best stories from each decade. The 50s is where I have a lot of child memories, mm-hmm. childhood memories from. So not that I was actually around in the 50s, or was <laughs> I? You don't know my age. So. But, uh. <laughs> Maybe your brain has been put
1: into the body of a of a another person, like a younger. Yeah. One of your um, but... offspring.
0: <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend keeping it at night for a Superman in the insert decade thing. There definitely worth pick up some of them are bigger than the other ones like the 50s one is bigger than the 70s one yeah so you know but uh yes do we want to do a rating for Uh the galactic golem yeah absolutely how many galactic golems that one just sells itself. so oh yeah yeah
1: for (laughs) sure straight away um should i go first i'll go first on this one okay sure uh yeah i'd give it a a good seven and a half i'd say um at a Ten Galactic Golems, uh, just enjoyable. Uh, really, yeah. this is a, the type of comic uh, for its time as well. is uh, is a very good read. Look, I read all sorts of comics from different eras as well. Mm. Uh, you, you know, and and rightly so. Actually, I want to shout out one of our listeners, James, James Young. Um, thanks, James. He was uh, so graciously gave us a request for the um, the Secret Years. But James was saying that yeah, a lot of uh, the older comics uh, kind of like comfort food, uh, mm. like comfort comics for him, uh, and and I totally agree. Um, there are sometimes I just want to yeah read the older comics and and get a nice sense of you know unwind and relax and just yeah. enjoy. Uh, I very much got the sense of that from this issue. Um, it, it had it did everything it said on the tin, um, and it still gave me that. Uh, nice little buzz for that sort of comic of the seventies. Um so yeah, seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I really did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed actually the other two stories as well. So that just uh they were just bonuses for
0: me. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah. Um I pretty much agree with everything you said. Like this is uh this is not as comfort food for me as, you know, Secret Years, but this is this is obviously you know, I love this is what this is the type of story I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to be this good, mm-hmm. but it was. So I'm happy because it was a very good story. It had a, you know, the characters had depth. Yes. You know, but it was still a light read. Like it was just, it was just really good. Yeah. It was just really good. Like it, this is a great example of um, Superman, Superman stories that probably a lot of people haven't read. Like this is just, yeah. this is like a quintessential, typical Superman versus Lex venture. Yeah. Um, back in the day. And, uh, you know, they were really good. I yeah. can see why this is the number one selling comic at the time. <laughs> yeah. As it boasts on the cover. <laughs> yes. I mean, do you think it would be fair to
1: say as well, Connor, that we, I haven't read like a bad story. I haven't read a bad Lex to date yet as well. I think Lex is written in different, different iterations, of course. He can be campy Lex of the earlier era or it could be more, yeah. you know, devious and um, clinical. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Would you agree? I mean, he was written very well here. You're talking about character development. I thought Lex's voice was very good in this.
0: I think Lex is a guy you can't really, especially this Lex, you can't really go wrong with him mm. because he can be as evil as he needed to be. Yeah, But he also has that depth there as well that's ready to use, like especially that came around in, like, you know, the 60s where they started making him... Mm, slightly maybe just give him a bit of depth as to you know he does care about other things yeah yeah um but you know let lex is like he's a great villain he's hard to go wrong with in this era where he's just like a mad scientist you know because he's a perfect foil yeah he can pull these crazy stories because he can do anything so yeah but I think um, it's,
1: it's exactly like you say though, though, because he's maniacal in that sense, but there's always a little, another bit of, another side of him that you see. Like the moment yeah. here where he thinks that everyone's dead um, and he starts lamenting and getting sentimental and stuff. So you always get two sides of him. And i always yeah. find that really interesting because, because he can always be played off as a, uh, you know, a mad, a mad villain. And then he, and then he just becomes a bit of a joke. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, he, he, he always gets a bit of something else, which I think... But, I'm,
0: like, even going decades back, 50s yeah. and 60s, like, he had that as well. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be every story. Sometimes he'd just be a straight-up jerk, but there yeah. was... The more famous stories do have him with some form of conscience. Yeah, <laughs> I okay. think the most notable example is Lexor. Yeah. Um, you know, like, most of the time, he's just being evil, but he's fine there, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's just a great villain yeah he's so good you can't yeah. you can't go wrong with him yeah. um you know so i guess we can search for a bad like story but i don't feel like doing that <laughs> no. No, no, but don't yeah the, the, we we chose this without having read it previously so mm. it's good that it turned out to be so good yeah um but uh yes uh, artwork's great oh yeah the design oh. of the golem is great
1: and it's funny that we we did choose this issue because we wanted to, you know, pick a Kurt Swan one. We didn't even really talk that much about the art, but no, yeah, but it, um, is, it is. It was it's really good. Yeah, I guess we're just taking it for granted. Uh, if yeah, as you say, his design of the Galactic Golem
0: is was really good. Really, um, inspired. Um, and you can see Len Wayne's fingerprints mm. on this as well. <laughs> yeah, with the Golem, the way you know, um. Because to know he's a bit of a horror guy, so. Oh
1: right, okay. So oh yeah, sure. So he yeah would have had a quite a bit of input on it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that that's really cool. Um, so yeah, this is just a really great story. I think I'll give it. Um, I'll give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I awesome. really like it. The reason I'm probably not giving it seven point five because I've read a few stories in this era and it's it's great. It's not like upper echelon though. Sure. Yeah. That right. being said like there's nothing wrong with it. It's a really fantastic story. I recommend it no, for anyone. But...
1: but you've got you've got a lot more to draw from. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And like the fact that this to me is a bit of a like it's an above average story, mm. but the fact that it's a bit typical it does say how underrated this era of Superman is, mm. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh pick up this issue. It's good stuff. Comicsology yeah do it do it um yeah so what what do you think we'll be doing next time ray
1: oh really uh
0: <laughs> or should we should we take this off air
1: <laughs> um yeah maybe maybe right. we should take well, it off air
0: as usual we're open to requests mm. um so you know if, or if, if it's like a if it's a request or it's like a full run or something um, we'll just we'll talk about we'll see what we can do because I don't know if we can do like full runs. But mm. you know, um just send it like if you want a full run cover, just talk with us and we'll see how we can sort something out. Yeah. You know? Uh and
1: I mean all I mean saying otherwise, Connor, we could all uh, uh, could start looking at Superman like with his play buddies, like the JSA. We could pick an issue of there.
0: Oh yeah, no. Feel free to send us like Justice League issues where he's in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it doesn't have to be from a Superman title. Mm. You know, you can send us a good uh, Batman story that Superman features in, for example. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as I said, we we just did that uh, Shazam and Superman month. Yes. We've done, we did that issue of Nightwing with Superman. So yeah, we're we open did, to crossovers yeah. and yeah. team books as uh, well.
1: Yeah, definitely. As long as Superman features in it, you know, as long as it's not like just one panel of him, yeah, you know? where he's in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got to have some sort of substantial role in it. Yes, um, yeah, to be. Uh, but yeah, no. We're always happy to listen uh, to to hear from um, you all. It's uh, it's so much fun to to just chat about these um, these issues that we do and and everything Superman in in media or you know what have you. So um, yeah, please drop us oh. a line.
0: And uh, obviously, media counts as well. Visual yes. media, so because uh, we did get a request for Avengers of Superman way back in episode three.
1: Oh, we cover that.
0: Okay. Do you remember that uh, with the with the mule or <laughs> well, the donkey, was it?
1: Oh, yes. Well, I remember yes, 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 yeah, That yes. was a
0: listener request. Um,
1: oh, that's right.
0: Yes, So, right. you know, if you want an episode of a Superman TV show or something, yeah. Justice League episode, we'll cover that too. Yeah. Uh, even a movie. We've covered Superman the movie. Yep. Uh, if you go. want to request, like, Man of Steel or something, like, that stuff we are going to cover. Yeah. So, you yep. know. Just hold, um, hold tight. It just might be a while but we will get there eventually definitely
1: um even smallville stuff like that. any any yeah it's all open
0: um yeah even yeah i was yeah. never mind i was about to say something and i took it back <laughs> <laughs> all right so until next time may you not get carried away by your hate and create like a cosmic golem to destroy <laughs> your foe and may
1: you improve your handicap
0: uh, yes. we. We. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our libson. lskpodcast dot Twitter, at lskpodcast our facebook page last sons of krypton a superman podcast and last but not least thank you everyone for listening